You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Welcome, everybody, to Morning Breath. We're a drive-time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. We take a chapter of the Bible, read it, spend some time in the Word. Then we come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island Campus of East Coast Christian Center, read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us. In the chapter, my co-host today is Pastor David Gammon. How you doing, Pastor David? I am doing incredible. I am super excited for today's chapter. Awesome. <laughs> I wish I could say the same thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a little bit challenging, but there's lots of stuff in it here. If you, look, if you look and you dig a little bit, first glance, it was like, uh-oh, only six verses. But six powerful verses, and we'll get into them in just but a I minute. love it because it's like... Like every time David beats Goliath, every time the, the Red Sea parts, you know, like today we got, we got a challenge. We got, you know, it's like those cooking shows where they have the surprise protein that the chefs have to cook up. Oh yeah. It's and like, they get tofu. Exactly. Oh. Tofu or raccoon. And it's like, oh wait, what? I'd do better with <laughs> raccoon than tofu. At least it's meat. Right. Yeah, man. Come on. I get it. So uh, tell the folks how to get involved. We want you guys to jump in and, and be a part of what we're doing. A great way is to go to our website and go to eccc.us forward slash morning breath. You'll be able to check out all of the itinerary of what we go into and what we do, the chapters, any of the podcasts that you might have missed. If you're hearing us on radio, you'll be able to hear it in that format as well. A great way, the best way actually is to get the app, get the East Coast app, and we'll be able to um, provide you with a lot of resources for your life, weekend services, small groups, um, events that we're doing as a church, morning breath. There's so much stuff. And then, of course, a way that our culture um, communicates, and, that's, and that is social media. So follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube. I can't encourage you enough how much intentionality we put into these platforms that um, y- you'll be blessed in, in different areas. Like YouTube itself has some morning breath on it, and it also has has our weekend messages and it has a lot of different stuff so yeah other if you need more help just call the church 321-452-1060 and we'll meet you where you're at and we'll take care of you absolutely sounds great don't forget our leadership training tonight oh yeah seven to ten at in the avenue worship center it's part of eccu east coast christian university so Come on out for that. That's going to be incredible. That leadership training is everything rises and falls on leadership. And I know that's a John Maxwell quote um, for everybody who's familiar with him. I think he got that from the Bible. I think he did, too. He's he's a wily fellow, that Maxwell. That's right. And uh, But, yeah, come on out. It'll be great. So you, you'll be able to um, take a look at this. Well, I'll tell you what, Pastor Ann, I'm reading New Living Translation. I'm going to read New American. St- oh, no, I'm going to read New King James. <laughs> say, Just no way. I, say, I think I've been on the program for six years with you now, <laughs> you know, I like, I've no, I'm consistent. I like I like that new American or new King James for uh, study Bible. Yeah, and uh, I have a morning breath Bible that I've abused through the years, and I like to. I don't know. It helps me. This helps me to stick with a, a translation for studying. But I read lots of different translations. Like this morning, I listened to this chapter in the. ESV, okay. the English Standard mm-hmm. Version, and I listened to it. Uh, I don't know, two or three times while I was eating my Cheerios. Right. Got so I read and listen to lots of translations because they help me to understand the text. Totally, totally. Yeah. I'm 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 a little bit lazier 
<laughs> I love Duke King James. It's my anchor one because that's your anchor one. So it's my anchor one. And I do the NLT though, like you said, because I can listen to it. But yeah. U version doesn't have an audio play for the for the New King James. Right. They so don't. I'm totally bummed by that. So therefore, I go to NIV or NLT um, where it does. So. So I think that's because the the, the company that holds the rights mm -hmm. to New King James doesn't allow that to be done and i think that's disappointing to me that is me too. we got to get the word out and uh any way we can and so i think that it's mm. uh it's just uh, it's i don't know it just doesn't seem right to me that the word would be held back on any level right let's get it out there i know you make money off of it but praise god there's something more important than money you uh you gonna go first with this one i will all right pastor dan then i say to you a read sir for behold the day is coming burning like an oven and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly, will be stubble. And the day which is coming shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts. That will leave them neither root nor branch. But to you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. And you shall go out and grow fat like the stall-fed calves. You shall trample the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet. On the day that I do this, says the Lord of hosts. Remember the law of Moses, my servant, which I commanded him in Horeb for all Israel with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah, the prophet, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. Amen. Amen. Man, that is very different. Check out what mine has to say. I'm listening. All right, NLT. The Lord of Heaven's army says, The day of judgment is coming, burning like a furnace. On that day, the arrogant and the wicked will be burned up like a straw. They will be consumed, roots, branches, and all. But for you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. I'm going to pause right there for a second because the people listening right now, when I say the Son of Righteousness, that is actually spelled S-U-N inside of this, not S-O-N. Yeah. Uh, will rise with healing in his wings and you will go free, leaping with joy like calves let out to pasture. On that day I will act. You will tread upon the wicked as if they were dust under your feet, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. Remember to obey the law of Moses, my servant, all the decrees and regulations that I give him on Mount Sinai for Israel. Look, I am sending you the prophet Elisha before the great and dreadful day of the Lord arrives. His preaching will turn the hearts of fathers to their children and the hearts of children to their fathers. Otherwise, I will come and strike the land with a curse. Amen. Amen. You know, it's interesting, isn't it? and it the last word in the Old Testament is curse. Yep. And that's, woo, yeah, that's a little tough. But if you go to Revelation, Come on. the last chapter of the Bible, verse uh, 3 of 20, 22, 3, it says, there shall be no more curse. Yep. And Scripture teaches us that cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Jesus took the curse we deserve. That's right. Upon his own body on a tree. And it's by his stripes we are healed. So both of those really go to New Testament principles. Healing, Son of Righteous, rising with healing in his wings. That's a New Testament principle. Jesus went about healing all who are oppressed of the devil. And then the, the truth of the curse 
of Jesus taking it in his own body on the tree. Very much New Testament principles. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I love this, too, um, because of, of you have he's referring to the, the law of Moses given on Mount Sinai. He's referring to Elijah. All right. And I, I love that because in my mind when I when I read this, I said, really, Malachi is being the voice of God and, and God is pointing out pointing this that you need to prepare your relationship and he and your obedience and not neglect relationships. Because what happens is this, is, is he is pointing out to the law of Moses, a man he calls friend. He calls Moses friend. Elijah is the greatest of all prophets from the Old Testament, all right? So that's the law and the prophets because he's going to sum those up in the New Testament, all right? He's making no mistake here. But if we are a people that allow our hearts to just go any way they see fit, which is so prevalent in modern teaching right now in and outside of the church, follow your heart. Your heart, this, your heart in its original state is a broken and evil thing. It is not trustworthy. Jeremiah says that. Deceitfully wicked. Yes, you are like, follow you. No, do not follow your heart. Unless that heart was a new heart given to you by Jesus Christ, your heart cannot be trusted. You know, but the prophet and the law are going to point us to a savior. And that's what he's positioning us for here in these moments. Following your heart, another name for it is secular humanism. Come on. It's why we've been in trouble for so many years with our, you know, belief system. It's because we, you know, do what feels good. You know, follow your heart. You go back to the 60s and the 70s. We all had an expression. It all comes down to secular humanism. And the only way you can follow your heart, it be all good, is if you get rid of God. And that's why there's so much of getting rid of God in the world today where we live because you can't do those things that Mm -hmm. are the battle cry of a generation, my generation, your generation, Nick's generation, and it will be the one of the next generation as well of, oh, and they say it all different ways, follow your heart, that's the way they're saying it right now, I get it, but what they're saying there is, you know, do what do what feels right. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that is we're broken. Yep. And what feels right is not always right. There's a difference between right and righteousness. And Come so on. it's just, it's a great picture. You know, a couple of things about this chapter as, as I was looking at it here. It also reminded me what you're reading about Moses and Elijah, the Mount of Transfiguration. Yep. Who's the two guys that show up and talk with Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration? It's Moses and Elijah. And I've thought about that a lot of different ways, and it's kind of like the law and the prophets are represented. Here, they're represented on the Mount of Transfiguration. Yeah, that one. That mountain of transfiguration, it's represented. But the picture is, actually, when you go to the book of Revelation, it says before that great day of the coming of the Lord, the dreadful day, there's a difference between when Jesus came the first time and the dreadful day of judgment when Jesus comes the last time. The first time, there there were tons of prophecies about when it would be and where he would be born and all of those things that are going on. But when he comes a second time, it's going to be surprise. Yep. It's going to be at a time no one expects. And so when he comes at that time, it says there will be two witnesses that come to the earth. Yep. And most... <coughs> <laughs> 
Most people believe that it's going to be Moses and Elijah that will come back down. And right. some some of the theories are is because when Elijah went up, you don't actually see Elijah experience death. Now, sin came through Adam. Adam went to his flesh. That means all men, all generations post Adam, following Adam, have sin in their nature. So Elijah cannot take that sin nature to wherever, you know, forward. So he's going to have to experience a death of somehow. These two witnesses that come down in Revelation, spoiler alert in case you haven't seen the movie, um, they die. We're the whole world witnesses of them die. All right. I was going to say what movie, but now I know what you're saying. You know, so there's a strong theory for that. But but don't don't finish. Let's finish that part. Yes. They die. They're killed in a public way. Yep. Their bodies lay out in... On public display for three days, and then they rise from and the dead. And they rise again. Yep. So, um, so definitely, there's going to come a season. I I want to encourage everybody with this. When it comes to learning about end times, when it comes to about the return of Jesus, this cannot be the focal point of your Christ-centered walk, oh, because you will wind up being that person who is more focused and judgmental on this stuff than the very thing God has you here to do to be love and light in this generation. Is it important? Yes, because Revelation 1 4 says that blessed is every person who reads this um this book, the Absolutely. book of Revelation. So yes, please know it. But man, And the chapter before it says and God writes down every time somebody talks to somebody else about Christ, God writes it down in a book. Man. What's interesting too Oh, is he damn. addresses, isn't that a, it's a, such a I'm cool a, thought. Yeah. <clears throat> he addresses four four different groups of people. we got to go back to chapter 3, but it says in verse 13, he addresses the complainers who are complaining against God harshly. But in verse 16, he addresses believers who talk about the Lord. Mm-hmm. Then the beginning of chapter 4, he talks to evildoers who are doing the wrong thing, but then when he closes, he talks about preachers who he's going to send Woo. to turn the hearts of the children back to their fathers. I just thought that was interesting. I know we got to kind of bleed back into chapter 3 to see that. <clears throat> but just like chapter 3 was an answer to chapter 2, chapter 4 is a continuation of the thought that was in chapter 3. Mm-hmm. And so he's addressing, you know, and I tell you, I've been all those people. I've been a complainer. I've been a believer. I've been an evildoer. And I've been a preacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of felt like, well, he's talking to me and every one of them. So yep. I'm just going to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel, too. I feel like when I read Proverbs, some days I feel like the wise. Some days I feel like the simple. Some days yeah, I feel like the yeah. fool. That's good. Like, I love here that um, in these moments, because what they didn't know was about to happen was God is about to debunk debatably how you want to look at it, take about a 400-year hiatus from from sending another prophet. The break of this silence, if you will, would be um, John the Baptist's arrival and the miraculous births that we see opening up the Gospels. Um, But in this, God is, how how you say something, like anybody who's been to marriage counseling knows tone is everything. Well, (laughs) your tone when you said that, if you could have finished and added on, you idiot, then you said it wrong. God's not playing when he ends Malachi here. Mm -hmm. It says the Lord of heaven's armies. He says that several times. This is not the UPS man and the FedEx man Mm -hmm. showing up saying, hey, this is the, the military of the organization. Could you imagine if a Hummer and a tank rolled up to your home and said, hey, we have a message for you. Yeah, different. It's different. There's Mm -hmm. a different tone to it, just Mm -hmm. like you said, Pastor David. 
It's it's got weight and it's got mm. importance. And he's like, hey, listen, remember this. And and I want to encourage everybody that if you are in Christ Jesus, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, which means our faith has connected us to the work that was finished on the cross and the resurrection of Jesus. This day of judgment should not pierce fear into you. Because Absolutely. your God has not called you to a spirit of fear. All Absolutely. right. So if you hear judgment talk and you get afraid, then you need to, like John would say, you need to have a clearer knowledge of Jesus. That's right. right? I mean, the way that chapter two ended, it, it, the question that God said they were asking is, where's the God of justice? Mm. So is he just? And where's justice? Well, God is so just that he actually took justice penalty for sin, death on his own self. Wow. And so how more just can you be if not only do you say there's a standard and you got to live to it, but I'm going to step in and take your punishment wow. because you didn't live to the standard. You want to talk about justice and just, God is the def- definition. Definitively, he is that one. You know, there's 400 years or so of silence between Malachi and John. But what's interesting is, and I just I wrote it at the top beginning of the book, next to last Old Testament prophet. Mm, yeah, because John the Baptist. I mean, there wasn't a New Testament until Jesus died and rose again, and then was ascend and ascended into heaven. And so, New Testament doesn't believe till the doesn't mm-hmm. start until the end of the Gospels. That's good. And so, John the Baptist is God's voice again. To the people, and what does he say? He says, repent and believe. That's mm-hmm. what you need to do. And so then some people said, well, how should we do that? Soldiers quit taking advantage of people. And they just went through and gave them practical ways of doing it. And that's what he did in chapter 3. He gave them a practical way to return to God. Do it financially first. I don't know. In my own life, I've seen that financial return when people get the money thing right, most of the time it's because they got their heart right. Yep. You know, there there is the other error you can do with finances, and that's when you tithe right down to the mint, and it's all just a legal thing, and you're just going to do it because you're supposed to do it. I think God's called us to more than that in the New Testament. We should give generously from our heart to God. And uh, I think it should be at least 10%. Come on. That is so good. It, it really is. And and everything should pour out on a greater level than that. Like, I, I joke around with people because they'll come to me and and they'll say, oh, Pastor, like, I literally joined this program. I just got a message coming in that someone was supposed to do something. Um, that they were assigned. They didn't do it. And then they just said, oh, hey, uh, for, please forgive me. I'm like, I pre-forgive you. Like yes. walk in a spirit of pre-forgiveness. Yeah. So when it comes at you, you're like, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Now, other areas obviously are more difficult. But if we could just not be people that collected the small foxes of bitterness oh, yeah. to, to, to bring in Samson, then we don't have to worry about our fields and our life burning down all the time. All right? Like learn to, uh, to, to up your game where Jesus calls us as believers. Because here's a crazy thought. Every one of your prayers, and I have my prayers and you have your prayers, but if Jesus didn't answer, answer a single one of them with a yes he is more exceedingly and abundantly made your creation and existence beyond you could ever imagine better 
because yeah. you will spend eternity with him. And if we can't rest, now I'm not saying, I'm saying you need to keep asking, you need to keep seeking, you need to keep knocking, absolutely. But we also need to be a grateful people because Jesus raised the standard for us. I think that's good. I think something we should touch before we uh, end the program today for sure is the part where it says, and he will turn the hearts of the fathers oh, yeah. to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers. And family is so important. Um, the United Nations said in their Universal Declaration of Human Rights that the family was the natural and fundamental unit of society, that family is the foundation of society. And it saddens me the distance we've come and what seems to be trying to be established in the earth today, so many things that attack the family and not please don't get me wrong i'm i'm not i understand that life happens and families can be you know so different today than they could have been 50 years ago but family is important mom is important dad is important and i always tell young couples this that that they're going to have their first child one piece of advice i'd give every young couple is the most important thing you can do is love each other and love god Come on. If you can get those two things right, you're going to be able to raise this child in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Amen. Love the best thing husbands you can do for your kids is love their mom. Moms, the best thing you can do for your children is love their father. There's something powerful and holy that happens in the family when as as individual spouses, we give the honor that's due our spouse, and we honor God Come on, in that way. And I think it's just such a powerful tool for for raising kids right. It, it and really is. And you should is. know because, I, I mean, Ooh. you got 13, 14 yeah, of them. Yeah, about that, about yeah. that. I got four kids under the age of nine. And when it comes <laughs> to the family, it's... One thing I've committed myself to is that in this new era that we live in, and I, I believe big in social media and influence, um, it's big on my heart, it's anointing God's given me, um, but I will not be silent about celebrating what the Bible celebrates with the family. And we're in an era now where if I actually was to do what a lot of people want to do maybe 100 years ago or from the 50s or 60s and attack the the other types of mindsets out there we're being labeled as hate crimes or it's being labeled as so i want to encourage you today nobody's asking you to hate anybody but why don't we celebrate what god celebrates louder than anybody else celebrates i celebrate my wife i celebrate being a dad i am non-repentant from being a dad and a believer and i let people know that and i love it without bashing another people group and that's really where we're at now is it's not about out hating somebody it's all about how we can properly love people because jesus was the master of loving people he ate with sinners like he knew about loving people my my love is not ever going to push god out and i remain silent about him though so i just want that's for somebody out there today because i know you're probably working through it too you know it's crazy good Uh, the i mean jesus takes a woman caught in adultery and uh, he deals with those who want to judge and stone her. And then he forgives her. Neither do I condemn you. But he also gave her the advice, go and sin no more. Come on. We share some of the things that we share because we love you. Yep. I did had a lifestyle that caused a lot of pain for me mm-hmm. and for the people I love. God tells you the right way 
because he wants good things for you. We're going to need to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. 
Welcome back, everybody. What you got, Pastor David? Man, when it comes to dealing with people, loving people, having a relationship with Jesus, I love what it says in the third verse here. It says, on the day when I act, this is Jesus speaking, you will tread upon the wicked as if they were dust under your feet, says the Lord of heaven's armies. I love it. It says, when the day I act, when Mm. God goes into motion, we are going to go into motion too. And we need to hold to that today as New Testament believers. We are still Old Testament believers. We're full Bible believers. When the Lord tells you to do something, when the Word of God tells you to do something, we need to move on it with a tenacity and a swiftness, with not looking back. When there is something, if there is sin in your life, you need to tread upon that wickedness as if it was dust under your feet. Not compromise, not not. Um, make any negotiations, but instead say, no, this needs to leave my life. This needs to go because I'm moving with the savior and the king of kings. I am in, I am, I'm looking for the word here for that now, but we are working together. He is doing something and I am doing something along with him. That's beautiful. You know, when you step on ash, um, it's ash is so, has so little texture and so little strength you could step on four inches of ash and your foot would go right down to the bottom without even knowing you were stepping on anything effortlessly. So I've got, I believe God's got effortless deliverance for you Come on. from those things. Just take a step towards him. Draw near unto God. He'll draw near unto you. See you guys. Have a great day. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.